Hi, welcome to Matters of the Heart and Soul. I'm your host, Janie Charlotte. Matters of the Heart and Soul is a podcast to raise awareness and awaken humanity to all that is within. We want to be a beacon of light on your life journey. Welcome to Matters of the Heart and Soul podcast. I'm your host, Janie Charlotte, and I am co-hosting with Russell Bruce. Hello, world. So on today's episode, we are talking about the Great Awakening or the Mass Awakening of Humanity. Um, And Russell and I, we're just going to kind of have a conversation about it on this episode Um, We're going to kind of get into some things, especially um, with everything that's occurring we're going to be talking about the third eye, the pineal gland, melanin, um, what is a spiritual awakening, signs that it could be happening to you, and why at this point it's important to recognize um, what is occurring in your life. So um, where do you want to start, Russell? Well, let's jump right into you know, some of the signs in things of that, like signs of the time, basically, Mm -hmm. that indicate that there's a mass shift going on. So I'm sure right now everybody's feeling the craziness of COVID-19 and the information war that's going on on social media, on CNN, Fox, etc., which at this point now, I'm sure everybody's like thoroughly confused um, unless they have chimed within or have been following the trends over the years to see that right now we're really just at the apex of something that's been ongoing this didn't just happen overnight so um, some people believe that this is a natural occurrence and then there's others that believe that it's an unnatural occurrence that it's a man-made virus and that possibly there are those who want to depopulate the earth to the point where it's more manageable for them to maintain their wealth and their riches and kind of chip up the rest of the people and you know use them as some type of cyborg slaves you know mm-hmm. for the duration uh, so one of the signs of a mass awakening like back in 2012 <laughs> everyone talked about the the calendar that came out of uh, South America or Central South America, the old Mayan calendar that ended at 2012 and that we were going into this new age or some people were in fear that the world was going to end. But, you know, in studying the ancient Mayan uh, culture and calendar and the Egyptian calendar, time is actually calculated on a larger scale. Like, for example... Our years are based upon 365-day cycles, right? Mm -hmm. And the ancient calendar is based upon a 25,920-year cycle. And so what does that actually look like? So if you drew like a big circle on a piece of paper and, you know, you broke that down into 12 different ages or 12 astronomical gates or zodiac signs which people refer to them as today right each one of those ages was 2160 years so you get 2160 
times 12, you get the 25,920 year cycle. So the significance of 2012 was, is that it was the end of this mass 25,920 year cycle. And that cycle is based upon not our planet going around the sun, but our whole solar system and our sun going around a central sun, which is the Sirius star system that was out last night. I seen you made a post about that. Mm -hmm. So that's like the central sun that our star system or our sun and our solar system goes around Sirius star system every 25,920 years. That was considered a great year or a sophic year. So things are cyclical in nature. Mm -hmm. So the whole thing about global warming, all of these things, people are pushing as if this is a new phenomenon. This is not new. These are things that have occurred throughout history. But the thing is, not all groups of people were on the planet when it occurred the last time. So it's new to them. So mm -hmm. it, it's that's another story for another day we could delve into. But Well, just... For just let's talk about that just for one minute though. Right. So if we're 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 going into a new time, um, it's important to know what we're coming out of and then where we're headed. That's very important, okay. right? So let's talk about what we're coming out of and the time that we're coming out of and then where we're headed and, and how that all makes sense for a mass awakening of humanity right now. Okay. So we're coming out of in a sleep period where the masses of people on the planet have, have gone to sleep, right? And not sleep that everybody sound asleep, but a spiritual sleep. And a reality sleep, a consciousness. Like, right. Yeah. Right. Okay. And, and the thing is, uh, let me touch on one more thing. Like, according to the Gregorian calendar, it's 2020. But if you look back at the Ethiopian calendar before it was changed, it's really 2012 now in 2020. Mm -hmm. So this is really when that cycle ended and we were going into the new cycle. So it sounds woo-woo and it sounds non-biblical and all this other stuff. But if you really study history, the stories in the Bible and everything were taken out of these ancient calendar stories out of the ancient Egyptian texts. Don't get mad at me. Do your research. Prove me wrong. And I would love to have that conversation with you. Well, it, it's, it is, you know, it's not a matter of proving anyone wrong. That is a part of the great awakening. It is awakening to realities that you did not know. Awakening to knowledge and wisdom that you were not aware of before. True. Very true. You get what I'm saying? Right. But even scripture talks about this great awakening so in revelation right it, it talked about you know that there would be wars and in pestilence in diverse places like wars rumors of wars and pestilence in diverse places and you know plagues etc like a lot of things that we see going on now and you know it's all playing out but historically these ancient cultures also talked about this time as well so it's like it's like science archaeology, biblical texts, ancient manuscripts that were found, they all talked about a period where humanity would wake up and come back into this oneness. So let's kind of break it down in smaller fragments to help it make a little bit more sense. Like so on our smaller scale of our earth going around the sun 
every 365 days or 365 and a half days, you know, you have these 12 months. So it's just a smaller version of the big Sothic year, right? Mm -hmm. So you hear people talking about zodiac signs, well, I'm Capricorn and I'm Virgo or whatever, or even looking on some of the globes that are made. If you look, they have a Tropic of Capricorn and a Tropic of Cancer, things of that nature, because it was based upon astronomy. Astrology is something totally different where people are saying your lucky number is seven and you know, the lotto number and your lucky number, that's totally different. That's marketing somebody trying to make money. Mm. But astronomy is a true science, right? Because that's how people determine where we are in the universe and the galaxy, etc. right? So we are at that time where things change. Yeah. And, and here's, or even for the people who are astute on the Bible, when they ask Jesus, they say, how do we know the coming of the end of the world? But really, it, it goes back to the end of the age. The end of the age. Mm-hmm. And then we're moving into the Aquarian age out of the... We're coming out of Pisces, Pisces. Right? and that's where the fishermen of men mm-hmm. and the Catholic Church symbol was the fish, right? Mm-hmm. So they asked Jesus, how do we know the coming of the end of the world or age? He says that you will enter the gate and a man will greet you bearing a pitcher of water. That's mm-hmm. the symbol of Aquarius. Mm-hmm. So the, the Bible itself is a astral theological text yeah so it's good to know that you know if you're thinking okay the end of the world is more of an end of a time time. and that the times are changing and we're leaving a Pisces uh, which is based on um, I know Aquarian is more based on technology and information based Um, So we're going to get a lot of that going, um, a lot more of information. And I think it's also moving into a knowing, an age of knowing. Instead of belief, we're coming out of an age of belief to knowing. Yes. Like, for example, if you're getting ready to jump on a plane and fly from here to Hong Kong, you don't want to believe. You don't want the pilot to say, I believe I can get us there. You want him to know that he can get you there, right? Yeah. So the the whole thing is... Mm, which makes sense. Because, you know, if we're moving out of an age of belief, which is a lot of things outside of ourselves, which was a lot of what the age was based on, right? I believe I can set this goal and achieve it and do all the stuff that I have to do. Now it's like annoying. You go internal you and that's it. You don't have to do a whole lot. You just know. True. And I think a lot of it is because the way that spiritual information has trickled down over, say, the past few thousand years, right? Because we actually have people today who believe that God stopped giving man and woman the gift of prophecy, right? So we read about all the, the great prophets and so forth in the Bible. And, you know, the Bible starts 4004 B.C., and goes through Jesus's death and resurrection, you know, and the prophets slightly after that. But it's like we know that man was here prior to that, what determined his salvation or her salvation. And then once scripture stops, you know, God still continued to send prophets to different lands for different reasons, right? Mm-hmm. Like whether it was a group of people being enslaved in Egypt 
or America per se, mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. you know, you have Babylon boasting how it could set sail all its ships and no other nation can conquer it, and then you had Sodom and Gomorrah. You know, you had all of these things, and then you look at America, and you look at China and Russia, and things of that nature, and you look at Revelation. You know, you have a lot of the rabbis and 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 different religious leaders and so forth trying to determine, okay, where are we at now? Mm-hmm. You know, in history. Right. And and right now, myself, I'm really kind of uh, I don't understand why a lot of these religious leaders are kind of silent on Revelation when it references the mark of the beast. You know, and there's a lot of things going on in the media. Now, if it is true and we're there and it it seems like that could be an option where they're trying to offer this ID 2020, etc. So let's just hypothetically say that is true. Why is the religious community quiet about that? You know, it's like, where are these leaders at that are stepping up? saying no so that the masses of people don't get led down the wrong direction mm-hmm. um i believe that there's a mass awakening and just because you have been a religious leader in one particular way for so long so many years you yourself can awaken to wow this is i've been asleep the whole time possible right that's a possibility yeah so that could you know i'm not saying that's happening across the board but if anything um religious leaders should be definitely going within and figuring out what is really occurring because everything's changing every it is the is the change it's a complete change so everything is changing um like we said we're going to a knowing so they also have to change with the times as well true so let's talk about if you're on track and if you are awakening and and as the times are saying and you know um let's let's talk about that are you dead asleep while all this is going on so what's the first sign that you would say one of the first signs is you begin to see what most people may refer to as coincidences but we're finding out now that there's no such thing as a coincidence that there's synchronicities. Yeah. You know, and, and what is a synchronicity? And I think most people have done this without even knowing. Mm-hmm. You're thinking about somebody, they call you. Yeah. You're uh, looking at social media at someone's page and they call you. It's almost like the energies are connected. Yeah. Mine oh, is numbers. Yours is numbers. I can look at the clock. It's 444. It's 1044. 1144 is 444. For months, I was waking up at 444 in the morning. Um, crazy synchronicities. Crazy. And mine is 1111. I was born on 1111. Yeah. So it's like throughout the day, whenever I'm just looking at my phone or Something might pop up and I go, oh, I, I need to make a call. And I hit, hit my phone. It's 11-11. Yep. I could be driving. I'm behind somebody's car. Their license plate, 444. 444. Yeah. I pump gas. The gas stops at 44. Um, so synchronicities is a big one. Um, Let me say this, though. With numbers, to me, it's it's kind of enlightening because in the field that I work, 
in network engineering when it comes to IP addressing, right? Mm-hmm. You know, we might see like 172.16.whatever, right? But that's translated from a binary code, right? So yeah. binary codes are just ones and zeros, like ones on, zeros off, etc., right? So like if you see like the movie The Matrix or any pictures about the matrix, you'll see the ones and zeros going up and down. And it's because now we're into a digital age, right? Yep. So before digital alarm clocks and all this other stuff came out, you you know chances of you seeing that on a clock was different, but you know you can still see it on license plates, things of that nature, or on a billboard, um, or you'll just get a call from somebody like if yours is four four four, it might be four oh four 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 or whatever, right? Yeah. Or I'll see one coming from something and be one with, and it's at the time that I'm thinking of something important. It's almost like there's something out there in the spirit realm telling me you're on track or pay closer attention to yes, that. Yes, yeah. So that is one. So synchronicities. Um, I, want, I would say that it is when you start to question who are you, why am I here, what is my purpose, you realize that this life that you're living is not random. It is definitely not random. You know, and... Yeah, and... You just start to realize, and, and then when you start to explore that, um, you start to realize that so many things that you did, you didn't even have to do. It was no purpose in it. Um, are all the things you thought you were here to do, such as achieve the degree, achieve the job, achieve a certain amount of financial, you know, freedom or something like that, it's is not really why you're here true and I, and I think just to expound on that is when you say who am I yes like realizing that you're more than just your physical body right yeah exactly I'm more than everything material so for me when I realized so who am I that's when I realized that I was just a spiritual being a part of a of, of everything I'm a part of the the biggest energy that's out there which is God the force the the source the, source, the ultimate power yeah and that I'm just a small part of that and with that I'm a vessel very true it's like no different than you know I like using like the lamp the lamp has that copper wire that connects up to it mm-hmm. and it's a beautiful ornament but if you don't plug it into its source it's just a beautiful copper wire connected up to a lamp and the light doesn't come on unless it's connected to the source so i'll say something like we're here in georgia they say georgia power is the source that we get our energy from here but yeah. as as human beings our energetic light body our spiritual soul our energy comes from the creator yeah. of the universe. And then on top of that, it's not, and, and it's also knowing, right? It's not just believing it, but it is knowing that I'm not separate from that. I'm not separate from God. I am God. I am the source. I am a part of that energy. And that energy works through me for the rest of humanity and that we are all connected as one. And I, I mean you know connected to everything the plants the trees the birds other humans um 
We're all connected. No matter how you look at it. Energetically. And so it's like, that's the whole co-creative energetic spirit. So it's like, as human beings, we are expressions or children of the most high God. Mm -hmm. And we, we receive stuff through dreams. Like right now, many people going through an awakening, they're having dreams. And Mm -hmm. some of you are probably having dreams that are very vivid you know, and some of them are scary. Some of them are very revealing. Mm-hmm. But it's like we need to discuss those. Like yeah. we need to be talking to each other because a lot of times we're having them about other people and messages that we need to give to other people. And let's or talk to humanity. Yeah. And like about dreams. Um, I just want to say that if we're if if we know that we are spiritual beings only having a physical existence so our body is just a physical vessel it'll go back to dirt and our soul will move on which is you know when we talk to people who's had who have had near death experiences they always say that they're they could hover over you know what was happening if they were in the hospital they could see the doctors and the nurses and they can hear everything that was being said because your body just goes back to the earth but your soul lives on you are ever existing over and over again so we're infinite beings because we never ever we, we we go on so um i wanted to i said all that to say that there's a spiritual realm that is occurring around us all the time. We just cannot see it. So when you're having dreams, because that is when our body is quiet, that is when we are most in touch with the spiritual world, that veil is the thinnest. So you your dreams can be very prophetic. Um, so it's important to keep a dream journal. Because you can have dreams that may not make sense at the time, but it'll make sense two months down the road. And you could really have prophetic dreams for yourself, for other people. And um, if you're praying and meditating and you're looking for an answer, sometimes that's where your answer comes. comes. Yeah. And that's normally where deceased relatives and loved ones come to visit. Because if they did come visit you in your awakening moments in a physical form, it would probably scare the living daylights out of most people. Yeah. And become counterproductive. Yeah. But when you're asleep and your soul's awake, kind of like Avatar movie, right? They kind of, in a symbiotic way, showed how they would lay down inside this tube. The body would, the physical body would go to sleep and the soul would enter into the Avatar yeah. body. And that's kind of what happens when we're asleep. Yeah. And the soul kind I mean, of roams off. There's astral planning. There's all types of oh, stuff. Man. We we'll get into that <laughs> on another podcast. But um, it's important to write your dreams down, especially if they're very vivid and they're occurring a lot. That is another sign of spiritual awakening and ascension. Um, and I just let's talk about the third eye and the pineal gland in relation to all that. So we hear a lot about the third eye. You know, a lot of people see it in some of the occult symbols. Matter of fact, you see a picture on the back of the $1 bill with the eye in the triangle where they see mm-hmm. Jay-Z and different uh, stars, you know, putting mm-hmm. their hands in a P 
pyramid sign and putting their eye in it, like the all-seeing eye of Horus or God, you know, something. It come out of ancient Egypt, by the way. But we know that people could take something that's good, use it for bad. Right. So I'm not sure exactly what these other people are doing with it. But so the third eye is is the gland that sits between your two eyebrows on your forehead. The pineal gland. The pineal gland, which is referenced as the, the third eye, right? The spiritual eye. The spiritual eye. So it's like what. You know, we see things with our two eyes and, and we could feel things with our hands and we could hear things with our ears, etc., with our five senses. But that sixth sense is being able to see and feel and things, know things that. Yeah, and know exactly things that you you wouldn't be able to see with the two eyes. You know, it's really like that clairvoyant knowing mm-hmm. and, and feeling and anticipation right of that that spiritual realm exists or that energetic realm exists like you might have a hunch about a person or walk in a room and you feel the energy we talked about this one time before that you know something bad had occurred or about to occur or that you know there's just something that's just not right with this person per mm-hmm. se that you can't really see with the naked eye but you could feel it in a spiritual sense right mm-hmm. So, and that pineal gland, when it's active, is like a grape, like a juicy healthy, grape. Healthy, yes. A healthy grape. Mm-hmm. And when it's not healthy or calcified, it's more like a raisin. And Dry. that can occur from different things such as poor diet, abuse of drugs and alcohol, uh, just living in the worst climates, mm-hmm. things of that nature. So... You know, there's different studies as to, you know, what you could do to to keep it whole and healthy and to have more of these spiritual encounters. Like, for example, we all know that the healthier you are, the better you feel and and the more magic that occurs. And in that pineal gland secretes different things like the melatonins and things of that nature. You know, uh, now today people sell synthetic forms that's based upon that. Now I'm not sure if they mm-hmm. is all synthetic or, or yeah. how that actually comes about. But and and as far as the third eye, it's important to realize that that is your spiritual eye. Like that is your intuition. That is where you're getting. I like to call it downloads from your higher self. Um, your higher self is your God self. It is your, your, where that you're in relation to the, the highest power, the source. So your God self, your higher self is a lot of where, um, we call the spiritual eye and we can view things that we can't see and, but we know it, we know that it exists. So it's important to, um, to do things to keep that open um, cause we know alcohol suppresses your spiritual awareness and awakening. So if you are a heavy alcohol drinker, it's, it's going to suppress your, your, uh, pineal gland. Lack of sunlight will suppress it. Lack of sunlight, uh, will suppress it as well. In bad sound. So things like, like if you start studying, like, the pineal gland it secretes melanin you know and it runs deeper than just the surface level in your skin it's dealing with the 
internal organs within your body is, is dealing with the way the brain is triggered, etc. So it's more internal than it is an external thing. So it reacts to sunlight and sound. So that's why listening to the proper music or listening to positive lectures and sermons, things mm-hmm. of that nature, those things feed the soul, you know, mm-hmm. and then light, like we're hearing everybody talk about, you know, get your vitamin D in things of that nature. So the melanin allows your body to act like a battery, you know, or a solar panel. You receive the light from the sun, which energizes you and it's going to produce different chemicals within the body. That's going to keep one, keep you healthy and two, keep you on the road of the spiritual enlightenment. It only makes sense, right? So if we're energy, we're energy and energy is never, it can only be, Energy has never been created nor destroyed. Yeah. It could only move and change shape and form. Exactly. So if we're energy and we're vessels of that energy, when we're um, depleted, we have to kind of re-up our energy. And True. so sunlight is a big source of that. Proper sleep. Yeah. And it's a, it's a, um, it's a good reservoir for keeping that pineal gland third eye open as well um what's another sign of spiritual awakening feeling oneness instead of this rugged individualistic ideology that we're participating here it's like yeah like the ego the ego death of the ego (laughs) right the ego says i'm russell and i'm me and and i'm better than you right and it's like this whole just rugged competition type thing not saying that sports and so forth are unhealthy but if you get lost into that and your whole philosophy of life is trying to outdo somebody and be better than them instead of just trying to be the better you every day yeah so that you can help not only yourself but help everybody that you come into contact with right so that whole oneness like realizing that I'm not separated from you or I'm not separated from, you know, the guy down the street, you know, that, you know, you, you, like when you meet people, you should want to deposit into them. You know what I'm saying? You want to treat them as you want to be treated. Mm-hmm. And hopefully that spreads more of a germ than COVID, like mm-hmm. spreading love, like simple things like saying hello and, and opening doors for people, things of that nature. I think those type things, once they start to happen more, and, and they are starting to happen, even in the midst of everything that we're doing, that's why I really don't like some of the ideas of this six feet of separation and, and you know, just going on to the next three or four years without people touching and all yeah, this other stuff. To I me, have my view on that, 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 that's podcast. totally anti <laughs> everything anti-god or whatever and so that's important right and and you have to if we as spiritual beings are living in love right and if we know that there's two emotions in this world love and fear you have to ask yourself is this statement is is what this person saying, is this a fear-based statement or a love-based statement? And I'm not even going to say anything. All I'm going to say is that if somebody tells you, I don't even think shaking hands should be a part of the new norm, is that fear-based or is that love-based? 
and you can make your own decisions from there. That's so true. That's all I'm saying. Common sense has to become common at some point. Yeah. Um, another sign of spiritual awakening is when there is a increased sense of peace and love internally. Very true. Um, now, I have to say that in a spiritual awakening, you don't wake up in peace and love. Um, I would say you have to go through what I call the dark night of the soul. And the dark night of the soul is when a lot of hurt and pain and things that you've swept under the rug for years all come to the surface. But it's all coming to the surface to be healed. And because you can't get to love and peace without going through the healing. You just can't do it. Um, so a lot of all that old buried hurt, it could be from your childhood. It could be from past relationships. It could be from, you know, just whatever that you never dealt with. It's going to come to the surface. Very true. You got to deal with your personal demons. Yeah. And so the dark night of the soul, it could last a day. It could last a few weeks. It could last a few months. It could last a couple years. It just depends on how much. And um, all sometimes you're healing things from past lives. And you're also healing generational things that your ancestors have gone through. And that you have to heal. And so that's why it's important. I always tell people pray for generational strongholds to be released and to be healed from that because you could be carrying around your mother's pain. You could be carrying around your father's pain and you don't even know that. You, you know, um, you could be born into this world. Yeah. Um, There was a lot of women in slavery who were put through some very horrific things and torture and those baby if they it was a pregnant slave woman that baby was born under fear so the baby born in fear don't even know why could be carrying around um fear in the dna so all that stuff can come up um for healing during the dark night of the soul and it's important to you know thrust into god you know, get with some very um, spiritual leaders or people that understand where you are and that can lead you in love and not fear. It's time to heal. Exactly. So, um, anything else you want to add to signs of spiritual awakening? I think some of the other signs are people begin to go within than without. And what I mean by that is, like now, you know, we've been at least one solid month where a lot of people are trapped in solitude. And, you know, as as a man, it's like I'm a big football, basketball fan. And, you know, not having that to fall back. I hate watching reruns, but it's like uh, without that, you know, without you know, having to get up and go into an office and work nine to five, things of that nature. We all have so much more time to go within. And I'm not sure how anybody at this time is not listening to their thoughts and trying to figure out, you know, you know, not only what's going on out outside the outside world, but what's going on in our lives personally. Like mm-hmm. people are 
reevaluating, you know, maybe what they do for a living, like new hobbies they want to take on, new business ventures, uh, new relationships, or even severing ties, you know, in some of their friendships, relationships, business ties, etc., and doing things that are more meaningful and more impactful. Mm-hmm. Um, and a part of awakening is also realizing that you may not be like a relationship, this relationship that you're in, it has ran its course, you know, in order for you to get to your higher self, your God self, your, you know, your most authentic self. That's another thing. Authenticity is very important during spiritual awakening too. Very much Um, so. That this may, you've come to the end of the road with in a certain relationship. And that's okay. Like, I think that's okay. Like, you, you know, you don't, I think sometimes we just suffer in things way too long. Yeah, I think that's true too. I think what happens is sometimes you just have to know that it's okay to not be okay. And I think people always want to feel like they're in control. There's nothing wrong with me. You know, all eyes are on me. And that's ego. It's ego. That's ego. But, you know, the only way to heal is to, to go through go through your pain, turn your pain into power. Yeah. And I think right now everybody is going to be faced with it on the individual level and we're all going to be faced with it on a collective level. Mm-hmm. You know, and I just think that, you know, we all at this time, we really need to come together as a people, you know, uh, racism, sexism, like all the isms, classism, <laughs> you know, all these things have to they have to burn away because there's really, it's not sustainable going into this new energy and this new world. And I think that most people are so used to the matrix that we've been living in there and under this type of control and what's fed through media, what's taught in the classroom. We have been bombarded with a lot of misinformation. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so it's going to be a mass unlearning and relearning for everyone you know I don't care if you have a PhD or what degree that you have Mm -hmm. it's like and not to minimize it it's like that just means that we mastered whatever was laid out in front of us you can have Mm -hmm. a great memory and Mm -hmm. remember a whole bunch of lies you know there's a difference between being educated and being intelligent yeah um, you know, I just kind of live by it's so much uh, more about who you become in the process versus, you know, who you know are defining who I am That's by right. the things right. that are outside of me. So it's so much more about who I become and knowing why, knowing why I went through the trials that I went through, knowing that it's all a part of the journey to evolve spiritually. Very true. So yeah. like they say, it's not so much about the destination, it's about the journey yeah. and who you become in a process. Exactly. Because the whole thing, if it is a spiritual journey, it's an infinite journey. It, it, is it an doesn't infinite even journey. end with this lifetime. And, you know, that's whether or not people want to believe in reincarnation or whatever, it's like, this is not the end of everything yeah you know so when we say transition if you say somebody made their transition that's exactly what it is it's in the transition you should celebrate their life and that you 
we're given that time that God gave us that time with that person on the physical, on the physical. and that your relationship could still continue in the spiritual and it's actually a lot more loving and it's a lot because you're not bound by the pains or the hurts or whatever you know you and that person that went on had on the physical realm but in the spiritual it's just it's all love and peace and I think that we're going to see that, you know, just like a lot of things, we see a lot of new inventions pop up and, you know, it's not that these things weren't possible before, like we just didn't think about, <laughs> you know what I mean? And that's a so part of awakening. Like, right. So now we're coming into this age where the planets at a certain part in the galaxy and different glands in our body are ruled by these different planets and now you know they said before we're using like a tenth of our brain now we're going to start using more of our brain so you're going to start seeing more things that appear to be supernatural but the science and technology of it all will become more commonplace Mm -hmm. and it's not going to be so woo woo and so you know what i'm saying like before it was like one or two people could tap into the spiritual realm Mm -hmm. and and could talk to these spirits and give messages and so forth but it's like when it gets to the point where, you know, we're all in these different dimensions, like the planet itself, they say, is going from the third through the fourth and the fifth dimension. You know what I mean? Yeah. Into this new age or era. Right. And, you know, that's why it's heating up for one. But but that heat is a different type of heat a different type of ultraviolet energy that's changing different glands in the body that's going to cause us to become a different type of human being. Like we aren't the same human being that we were say 10, 15,000 years ago. No. Like we're still in this evolutionary Mm -hmm. phase onto something greater. Yeah. It is just, um, it's just important to keep that spiritual part open, that third eye, your spiritual eye, because it especially culturally it has been suppressed purposely purposely because that is a lot of where our power comes from because once you understand that third eye i mean you get into some real miracles um and that i personally have witnessed that is very true and you know the the powers that be that want to control people the first thing that they do is destroy their libraries destroy their history because by doing that now you can feed them with whatever you want to feed them or you can create this time gap that it's going to take for them to rebuild it right yeah so i i think now like with the internet you know things of that nature you know because a lot of people there's there's a study that showed that 65 percent of the people once they graduate from high school never read a book So it's like, but the thing is, everybody's online on their phone or whatever. So just out of convenience, you know, they may read something that's short or whatever, but a lot of information is being disseminated. Some of it, not so good, not true, but there's still a lot of good information that has been exchanged over the years that now you have a mass of people that are awakened Mm -hmm. to a whole different reality. That's why now... The same thing that they did back in the 80s with the AIDS epidemic or whatever, if people go back and look, it was almost identical. Mm -hmm. And, you know, some of the players were involved during that time as well. Mm -hmm. 
but it's like that same drama now is being played out but the people are more consciously aware and they're like hey no we're not gonna mm-hmm. play that game this time mm-hmm. and that's where you see this big information war and censoring and mm-hmm. you know the disinformation thing that's going on on you know social media so people please like if all you do is watch cnn you're you're really not getting the full gist of what's going on if you only watch fox you're not getting the full gist if you're like blindly devoted to the republican or the democratic party you're not getting i don't think at this point it like democratic republicans like that should not be what it's about at this point. No. Like it, it, like that stuff right there is only keeping us separated on a deeper level. Like it is yeah. so much more deeper than that. And again, looking at it with your spiritual eye is so much deeper than that. At what point does our religious philosophy be love? At what point does our political affiliation be based upon truth and love you know because it's like what would jesus do everybody says they're a follower of jesus how could you be blindly devoted to something that is not for the upliftment of humanity and and you know again you just said it right we really have to think about unlearning old beliefs and patterns just because it was and you really have to go within and be like wisdom and knowledge from that higher your higher self like what is the higher self telling you and sometimes it's a lonely road and you're gonna stand against everybody else and you're going to be persecuted. And, yeah. <laughs> you're going to be called yeah, crazy. <laughs> you might be. But especially now. But you're in good now, company, though. <laughs> especially <laughs> now, it's so important to really, really not look on the outside of what you're seeing and go within. Go within. It's so important. And I think this is a part of the awakening. This is what we need everybody to do culturally because... There's a lot of things happening spiritually, a lot. And, and this is the time when we need those third eyes activated. Yeah. So proper diet, you know, listening to some good soothing music that's good soul music. Yeah. And what's some tools? Like, because, you know, we said all this, like what's going on. We also want to kind of get some tools in how to get through this as well. Right. I could like some of the things I just mentioned work for me. Yeah, different people may have different perspectives. Like one, I I really only listen to music that I feel that feeds my soul. I listen to music of love, hope, inspiration, things of that nature. You know, because the rest of it. Now, when I go to work out, I'll put on something that gives me more of that warrior mentality because it's like me and the weights or the, mm-hmm. the stairmaster, the treadmill or whatever. But but you know, when I'm just like cooking around the house or just re- in relax mode or whatever is something that soothes my soul that puts me in that harmonious like aspect of nature right so that is and i really don't watch that much television outside of sports so television really has not been on yeah i so, don't watch tv yeah so that 
you know, if I do watch something, it's usually documentaries or something that's going to feed my mind, you know, something of value. Every now and then I may turn on Channel Zero just for the heck of it to see what the hype is about something, but that is so rare, very rare. What is Channel Zero? <laughs> Think about it. <laughs> like, if I get nothing out of it... Oh, <laughs> <laughs> like, what is Channel Zero? Channel Zero. Okay. So uh, Atlanta Housewives. Okay, like, not that I watch that, but it's... I get it. Yeah, things of that nature. I always... um, I think how you go to sleep at night and how you wake up is so important. Um, there's a lot to say that your subconscious mind is is most important right before you fall asleep so um it's important to maybe fall asleep with some really good um conscious things you know whatever you're trying to do um it's good to listen to some real healthy high vibrational things uh, right before you fall asleep and in the morning how you set that day and that emotion that you're in is going to be how your day is going to roll out. So people are so accustomed to waking up, jumping out of bed, checking their emails, checking, emails, checking uh, social media, turning on, the news. turning on the news. Like when you open your eyes, like literally when I open my eyes, I'm listening for the birds because that kind of tells me. You know, nature is out there. I'm so I, I I lay in my bed and I literally become aware of my thoughts because that's how you become self-aware. You cannot become self-aware if you do not sit with yourself. You have to sit with yourself and your thoughts alone. And don't allow the media and all this other stuff to bombard your yeah, mind first it, thing in the exactly. morning. Exactly, it, it could dictate your. Your day, like it, it dictates you your mood. energy. Yeah, it, it, it does. It dictates your energy, and I believe every single moment we could choose. Even if we chose fear ten minutes ago, we can come back right now and choose love in what we're thinking and doing and saying to other people. But when you wake up, you know you really should become aware of your thoughts, and then you should also become grateful for non-material things if you could list five to seven non-material things that you are grateful for it's gonna set a tone it's gonna set you in a vibration um that's just amazing and it's gonna open you up to receive even more exactly because it shows that you you are thankful for those things you have yeah and then I always set intentions. I don't do anything without an intention. And if if I'm asked to do something, so say you asked me, Janie, let's go for a walk or something. What is the intention? Like, why am I doing this? You know, am I just bored? Do I really want to have a conversation with Russell? Do Does he need me to help him with something? What are the intentions on, on what we're doing? Like, if you're posting something on social media, what is the intention behind it? And what are you putting out? Are you putting out love or fear? Because what you put out is going to come back to you. Law of reciprocity? We ought to have, like, this <laughs> National Love Day. Not Valentine's, but National Love where people just bombard social media with nothing but messages of love and hope and inspiration yeah and i know it sounds very cliche like love 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 but 
it is truly the awakened soul and it's truly enlightenment is truly getting to that vibration of peace and love because that's the journey if god is love why would you not want to connect to god and and yeah that's all about being that connection so, so those are just some tools you know in during awakening and in how to just stay in peace and love because um some of it is bouncing from that lower vibration, those lower energies and people be, oh my God, because you're going to be so sensitive to energies and people will come around you and you going to feel all their hurt, their pain, their hatred, their shame, their doubt, their insecurities. Energy and you're, vampires. And there's energy <laughs> vampires and you're just going to want to be like, I can't deal. And it's okay to, to put that that thing around you, around your energy field, and not let nothing come in. It's you got to protect your energy that until so pe- you can do it in a very loving way. Very I think everything can be said and done in love, but you have to protect your energy, especially right now. You have to. People coming to you with some negative stuff, shut it down. Very true. Yeah. In prayer and meditation, we can never leave that out. No. In the mornings and at night. Prayer and meditation, you know, like they said, prayer is when we're, we're talking to God and, and we're asking God for things or just saying thank you. And meditation is when God talks to us and God is not a screamer. God is a whisperer. Oh, so, God is always talking. You just have to be awakened and aware of how he's talking to you. And we're all here for different purposes. We're all called for different things. And you're getting those downloads every day. You just have to be aware of it. And like they say, the, the teacher will appear when the student is ready. And don't forget, you know, um, a lot of times the higher power speaks to us through other people. Very true. So keep that in mind. You know, if you know you prayed on something and somebody came along and just, you know, dropped some crazy knowledge to you, know that that's probably what you was waiting to hear. Well, one of my sayings is that a broke clock is even right twice a day. Yeah. So it's like sometimes we just got to humble ourselves because it could be that guy in your neighborhood that's the neighborhood drunk. Oh, and the guy that's sleeping under God the uses everybody. They have some wisdom because there's a reason why they ended up the way they ended up. And they may tell you just to stay away or don't do what they did. And that in itself is valuable. Yeah. So it's like we should always be open to information and not block out messages because of where the message is coming from. And another thing one of my good friends had mentioned to me one time before, he said that the truth is the truth because it's true, not because of who says it. That's true. And I think that we need to get out of this notion as to, you know, only accepting truth where it comes from. Like I said before, whether it comes from my political party or it came from my race or my sex or my class, you know, status or whatever, it's like, We need to get out of all that. That stuff is not sustainable in this new reality that we're moving into. And the thing is, whether you want to believe it or not, it's going to happen. You can sit back and watch or participate or whatever. But we're all going to be faced to deal with it at some level. Everybody has their own demons they got to deal with. 
uh, it, it's a great awakening. So it's like it is going to be a struggle to get to the other side. But that's where the whole dark night of the soul comes from, because you're going to be, you know, you're going to have to question some of the information that you had and some of the affiliations that you had, whether or not they're going to be right for you to move along. And a lot of times people just can't give up those old habits or those old ways of life for something that's new and better. You know, they, they rather you. one last thing they rather they rather deal with. They rather deal with their known demons to deal with yeah well I was gonna say the patterns right like how do you know you in an old pattern in an old paradigm because you're repeating the same thing every day all day you're saying the same things all the time and you may not recognize it in yourself but you could recognize it in somebody else like you've talked to somebody and they're telling you the same thing over and over again they are stuck in a cycle they're stuck in the old paradigm that that has to be shifted and a lot of times um sometimes it's something pretty you know drastic that sometimes have to happen for people to wake up unfortunately but yeah because a lot of times people can't look at other people and learn from their mistakes sometimes people have to put their hand on the stove to realize that it's hot that's true and that that's unfortunate but you know, there was a time when ignorance was bliss, but today ignorance can cost people their lives. So yeah. it's like we need to really pay attention to what's going on out there. And, uh, you know, we need to continue to share information. I think a lot of people have been sharing some valuable information about diet and things like that, how to fight the virus or whatever. But, you know, when this thing is gone, we can't go back to business as usual. You know, hopefully... A lot of people are, are taking the heat to change because the earth is changing. You know, the earth is changing. You know, we're moving throughout the galaxy. Everything is changing. If anything's constant, it's change. Yeah. And the thing is, the earth is waking up and those people who are asleep on the earth is going to shake you. And it's we typically attract who we are. Right. Uh, not what we want, but as these paradigms are shifting, you may not, you might have been shifted to a new level or something like that. So where you once was attracting the same um, person that was vibing on your same vibration, that could now totally be completely different. And that's okay too. That is so true. You don't get what you want. You get what you are. You're going to attract what you are. So we have to become, if you want love, if you want peace, if you want great friendship, if you want whatever it is that you're seeking, it's seeking you, but you have to become it. We can't just talk it. The universe responds to what you feel, not what you say. So if you're saying one thing out your mouth, but deep down inside of your heart, you feel that you're not qualified or 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 that you're not worthy in some shape, form, or fashion, or, you know, your ego's blocking your blessings or whatever. It's like the universe is an interactive, electronic, plasmic field. And we'll see that with a lot of technologies and so forth that are being developed, right? But, you know, the whole thing is, it's like emotion is energy in motion. So we need to watch what we think 
our thoughts become things. Oh, what you speak. And, you know, the whole energy field, it rides on this energy field. So watch what we say. You can say things. You can't get some of these words back once they're said. That's true. So to kind of sum it up, um, this current great awakening of humanity, this mass awakening that we're currently experiencing the shift in energy, the shift of the earth, everything. Um, we just kind of went through a few things as far as what are some of the things you could be experiencing in your own life um, to let you know that you're, you're riding the wave, you're on it, you're on track. Um, or, you know, are you still asleep? And it's time for you to wake up. It's time for you to shift your reality, shift your consciousness, go from knowing um and just go from versus believing to knowing yeah going from believing to knowing anything else Russell? well just to kind of sum up everything else that we've been talking about is that this time was was talked about it was predicted that there, this mass awakening would occur like when you know it seems like there's no hope and seems like everything's falling apart and that the world's ending it, it is ending so to speak because but the, the age. right it doesn't mean that everybody's dying and going off the face of the earth or whatever you know will there be some death perhaps there will be more death but the thing is once you know the veil's been lifted about what has really been going on behind the scenes and i strongly believe that in the upcoming months we're going to start to see some things occur on the news that people's mouths are going to drop. There's some things that are going on behind the scenes that are diabolical, mm. <laughs> horrific. The worst thing you could ever think of and unimaginable things are, are going to be brought to light. And but it's going to be the good change after. is right. Ultimately, the changes that are going to occur afterward are going to be tremendous. Like. Mm -hmm technological advancements you know we all knew about tesla and free energy and things of that nature that a lot of that stuff wasn't released we'll probably start to see a lot of that stuff being released and no longer suppressed along with many other technological advancements and uh, you know i think it's going to advance humanity to like heights that we've never seen before so that's why i'm just saying people really need to check themselves a lot of the uh, old paradigms are not going to be sustainable in this new world. And, uh, you know, I'm just looking forward to, to Don't the be afraid of the change. Yeah, don't be. Embrace change. Surrender you to have, change. You have to because it's inevitable. Mm -hmm. It's inevitable. So it's a, it's a love thing. It's a love thing. I think it's going to be amazing. Just like anything, you know. You go through the pain, but then on the other side, it's beautiful, and you you are glad you went through it. And one of the any advice that I could give, be attached to nothing and open to everything. Yep. Because we're about to go on a ride. Yep. All right. So this has been another episode of Matters of the Heart and Soul podcast, where we talk about everything of the heart and soul. We just finished talking about the great awakening of humanity. Check us out on our next episode. Make sure you share this podcast. Um, this is one of those also 
God-given missions. And um, that's what it's really about for us. All right. Talk to you guys later.